Quarantine has made it especially difficult for me to continue living la vida loca. And I'm <laughs> not, this isn't, I'm having a hard time with it. I've <laughs> For the not living la vida loca. Yes. Truly. I thought that song was written for me when I was young. Like I was like Ricky Martin speaking directly to, to me. I feel like my nine year old chubby, <laughs> you overweight, brace face little girl a a gay man was speaking directly to me I feel like my mother also felt the same way as you felt that she really thought Ricky Ricky was was speaking directly to her that makes me feel better she jammed to that song (laughs) let me tell you in her green windstar minivan um I expect nothing less from Miss B (laughs) Beatrice Splendora yeah Welcome back to Paranormal, everybody. I'm Marie. I'm Nicolina. And you might have realized that the beginning of our episode sounded a bit different to you. Did you notice that? Or did you skip right over the intro? That's rude. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. You might want to go back if you did skip over so that you can hear Mm -hmm. the the new intro. Mm -hmm. Because we have um, some exciting news, as -hmm. you can tell. Yeah, so um, if you haven't gotten it yet, we have officially joined a podcasting network, which we're super excited to be a part of. That network happens to be Never Sleeps Network. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And we're so excited to be part of it. I'm super stoked, yes. A lot of um, changes, good changes, exciting changes will be happening because of that. Yeah. Um, And yeah, we're just super excited to continue expanding our audience mm-hmm. and getting some exciting guests and yeah um yeah you're gonna you're gonna get some fresh ass content coming gonna, at you yeah definitely gonna step up our game you guys have will never know what hit you you've never <laughs> seen a paranormal quite like this <laughs> and if you want to get the insider scoop into our content, then I would recommend going and following us on Instagram mm-hmm. um, at Paranormal Pod because we basically uh, post whatever's going on on there first, and um, and then if you're on our Patreon, you'll get the exclusive kind of bonus or early access content there. Yes. And I know that we are going to be jumping into the stories really quickly soon, um, but I really, really quickly wanted to (laughs) say some things because when I started this podcast, I started it in my living room with a stand-up microphone that I borrowed from my younger brother, and I just wanted to tell spooky ghost stories. Mm -hmm. And I did not know what I was doing. I had no idea about sound quality. I had no idea about how to reach out to my listeners other than to give them my Instagram handle. And from that, I watched I watched my the analytics tell me like it's not just your friends from high school who right. are listening. Right. There are people here from Australia, from the UK, the from world. Japan, from so when I started seeing that, that was motivation for me to do better for you guys. And so this is me continuing mm-hmm. to try to do better. Another thing that I tried to do better was get Nicolina on the show, which has helped, you know, a million times over what we've been able to do for the show since Nicolina's come on. 
And um, I really just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened from day one, mm-hmm. um, even when our sound quality was shit. And even when uh, I had no idea what I was doing, you showed up and you listened and you wrote me emails and you sent wrote me DMs, and- wrote reviews, like just like we almost have like almost 400 reviews now. Yeah. I've made one of my best friends, Jules, as a listener. Yes. She started as a listener who emailed me her hometown awesome. haunt and we've become like the closest of closest, friends. Yeah. So like just even that friendship alone to get out of the experience was enough for me. But like I want to continue to do better on the show and I want to continue to provide content. Quality. Yes quality content for the people who have stuck with us for the last three years. So thank you for sticking with us. We're super excited to be part of Never Sleeps Network. And we're super, super excited as to what being a part of that network means for what we can give to you guys. Exactly. And that's all I wanted to say. So Beautiful. Sorry if that was long. <laughs> no, it was great. Um, okay. So this is our hometown haunts episode. Yeah. Uh, so it won't be a super long one. No. Um, but we do have two hometown haunts. One is from our hometown. Well, a town very close to our home. Um, and it, uh, is a play from, well, we went on a ghost walk and we heard this story and we had to tell you guys, yeah. um, basically the history and the paranormal events that occurred there Mm -hmm. um, that we feel you guys really would love to hear. And Marie is going to read a listener story. Yeah. From Jenny. Jenny. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Okay, cool. So I'm going to go first with Jenny's story. So Jenny wrote in to us and she said, Hey guys, I love your podcast so much. I wanted to tell you about an experience that I had. I know you girls are just as into the paranormal as I am. So regardless, I know you'll enjoy this to start. I'm a fellow Canadian from the East coast of New Brunswick. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, my brother-in-law and his girlfriend live there. So she's like, so if I'm ever in the area, we'll have to get together and swap some stories because I have tons. So if I ever go out there, we can also get together. Beautiful. Uh, She says, I'm extremely sensitive and an empath. So I feel that makes me more susceptible to these things. Not only am I open to having these experiences, but I seek them out. Crazy, I know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have your cojones. No, definitely not. I've got all the gadgets, EMF meters, recording devices, Ouija boards, you name it. I'm like running for, I'm terrified. Okay, so last year around March, I visited a hotel about an hour from where I live, which is known as one of the most haunted hotels in Canada. Nice. It's called the Algonquin. It's located in St. Andrews, New Brunswick. Okay. So I'm pretty sure my brother-in-law worked at this hotel. So now I'm definitely going to have to reach out to him and ask him. Okay. Uh, She says, my sole reason for going is always the same, to experience the paranormal. This past time that I went, I did the hotel's ghost tour, as I always do, and proceeded to return to my room. A friend and I wanted to experiment with the Ouija board and decided to get in the closet. Strange, I know, but it was quite large. And it was quite large because she sent us videos of it. And two of them fit in that closet. Yes. Much, yeah. A lot of room. And we'll post those videos on our Patreon so all our Patreon followers can get access to that exclusive bonus content. Yeah, for sure. Um, so 
Jenny says, my friend had never had a paranormal experience, but she was open to it. And so we started and nothing happened. We tried. I promise you the videos are of something happening. Yeah, it's... Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, we tried for a while and then went to explore the hotel with our Ouija board in hand. We went to a notoriously haunted area of the hotel where sightings of a little boy were common. Ooh. We got nothing. We went to another floor where a woman jumped to her death from her balcony on her wedding day when her husband didn't show up. Mm. We got nothing. We were beginning to think our night would be spirit free and decided to return to the room, disappointed, but a little tipsy. So probably the right call. Right. Once we were in the room, we returned to the closet for one final try. And boy, are we glad we did. Keep in mind to set the scene for you. We were alone. There was no one else present in the closet and her boyfriend was in the room, but he was sleeping in the bed. Okay. Which is why they were doing this in the closet. Oh, I see. Okay, that makes it right. Or maybe not. This is what I assume. Yeah. Um, We proceeded to start asking questions, but the planchette on the board didn't move. All of a sudden, after asking a question, the closet light turned off. Now, for context, there's no light switch for the closet light. When you open the closet doors, the light turns on. When the light turned on immediately after we asked a question, it seemed very obviously like a response. Strange. So we asked it to please turn the light back on. And it did. At this point, we were a little skeptical. We thought maybe it was motion censored or maybe somebody was somehow responsible. We tried to debunk this. We went outside to check if her boyfriend was somehow messing with us and he was passed out cold. We returned to the closet and proceeded to ask a series of questions. And it became increasingly more obvious that we were communicating with somebody The responses with the light were clear, and it brought my friend to tears to have such an intense experience. We were in disbelief. I can't fully put into words how crazy the experience was, but I do have the entire thing on video. We videotape any time we visit this hotel in the hopes of finding any paranormal footage. So if you'd like me to share that with you, I can, which she did. She did. Anyway, thank you so much. If you end up getting a chance to read this someday, I love, love, love your podcast. And both of you are a treat to listen to your friendship and personalities remind me so much of myself and my friend. Um, You're so relatable. Keep it up and stay spooky. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, those videos definitely you yeah you get a good sense of what the hell's going on there because I I didn't think it was motion censored I thought it was one of those like really high like um, pull string pull strings yeah and I was like well they're sitting so there's no one pulling on the pull string definitely not but if so like I just don't understand how it was just like going on and like it was know. like seconds after a question was asked. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely um, responding. And then didn't respond when a question like was not like not it, a yes or no. Not a yes or no. Like they were like, I that's not a close ended question, no. let's say. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So crazy. Yeah. Super freaky. Thank you, Jenny. Okay, so I am going to tell the story of the Breckenridge Yur building well home. And it is located in Niagara on the lake, which is about 40 minutes away from 
Marie and I, where we live. Um, but we went and saw this place while it wasn't part of the ghost tour. Mm-mm. We went on the ghost tour, which mm-hmm. we will share um, insights from our ghost tour experience on Patreon. But this was like an off the beaten road type yeah. building that they don't include on the ghost tour because it was too far away from the main city center. Yeah. So this house has a lot of paranormal activity attributed to it. And basically it was built. There's some confusion over when it was built, but some people say the 1700s, some people say the 1800s. Um, I think the, it starts when Breckenridge bought the house, right. which is, I believe the 1800s. And, um, but for some reason, out of all the like idyllic looking homes in the area, like Niagara-on-the-Lake is extremely expensive. Every house is immaculate. immaculate. The city is immaculate. And then there's just one home. The landscaping is immaculate. It's sorry. It's just like, it is a, I, what was the movie I described it? Yes. Like, yes. it's just, so to have this one single home mm-hmm. in the middle of the, like the city on a corner, derelict, derelict, boarded yeah. up, fenced around for hundreds of years now yeah Yeah. and multiple people have purchased it and then left it and not been able to finish anything that they start Mm -hmm. and left before that ever gets done Mm -hmm. now there are some things because it's now considered a heritage home Mm -hmm. um they've said that you know, there are some things they can't do to the home. Right. But I would assume if you're buying the house, you know what can and cannot be worked on. Yeah, I'm, um, I know this because there was a house um, in Ancaster that this happened to where the city will tell you, like, before you do right. any work, you have to tell them, you have to notify them what the work is and they'll let you know So I'm wondering what if you they... can do and, and how you can do it. It has to be... Yes, done you need your properly. Permits. Yeah, not even that. Like era, like to to match the era. Oh, uh, yes, type yes, thing. for heritage homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I can't imagine that they'd be like, you can't repair the roof. Like, no, no, you no, know, no. Like, but they would be like, like that, you but... can only use these types of materials. Of course, you can't right. have a steel roof type thing. Okay, yeah. So I will tell the story um, according to um, a. There's a couple articles. One was from uh, Niagara Review and mm-hmm. the um, this uh, DevilDesign.com. Uh, okay. So this is just the background, basically, mm-hmm. and then I will go into the actual story that we experienced and were told mm-hmm. um, by our ghost guide mm-hmm. tour guide. So one of the great things about Niagara on the Lake is that nearly every building has a story, and nearly every story inevitably leads to a ghost story. 240 Center Street is no exception, but while most haunted sites in Niagara-on-the-Lake are simply a venue for ghostly apparitions, this place is a ghostly, is a ghostly apparition. I don't know if this house actually is haunted, but it sure looks and feels like it. Located at the southeast corner of Center and Mississauga, in Niagara-on-the-Lake, historic old town, and facing the Presbyterian Church Cemetery across the street, 240 Center Street stands out among the other houses around it by not standing out at all. Whereas most other buildings in Niagara-on-the-Lake have been maintained or restored to a pristine appearance, the house at 
240 Center Street is conspicuously run down, while surrounding trees and underbrush cloak its street front sides, making the building almost invisible to passing motorists and pedestrians. Like, if we didn't know about this house, we would not have noticed it at all. Never, never, no. Recently designated as a heritage building, the Breckenridge Yura House at 240 Center Street got its haunting reputation after being abandoned for almost 60 years. The house was purchased in 1958 by local surveyor Robert Yur, who intended to renovate it for himself and his wife, along with three other old town properties on King, Johnson, and Ricardo Streets, according to Post Media Network article in December 2014. The couple stored a collection of antique and garage sale purchases in the homes living in the King Street location. No one knows why the Center Street house wasn't fixed, but over the years it was boarded up and vandalized. At times it was home to drifters, broken into by teens, telling ghost stories, and lighting fires. After the death of the years in 2014, the house was put on the market and was sold last summer. It had no electricity, um, burned interiors, and a hole in the roof. But the two-story Georgian-style brick house was seen as a rare example of a dwelling from the rebuilding period after the War of 1812. So this house, basically, um, now I'm not sure exactly when this occurred. I am assuming in the early 1900s or Mm -hmm. before this person bought the house. Right. um, Or maybe it was resold by him. I'm not really sure. But the story goes that the people who were living in this house... um, One night, they literally packed up. They had two children, packed up their car, and left and just left the house completely vacant without any explanation. No one knows why they left. And then it was passed down to, I assume, generations after that. They never came back. Um, So no one in the neighborhood knows about it. And it's a quiet, small town. So most people are able to find little pieces of information or gossip that they're able to share about why maybe they left, but no one's sure why. Mm -hmm. So all they knew in the town was don't go near that house. Um, The children were warned, don't go near the house. Um, Over the years, you know, kids would try and break their parents' rules and go explore. So one time, a couple of ambitious boys decided that they were going to go see what was so haunted about this house one night. And they went in, they got in through a boarded up door and they went in and all of a sudden one of the boys saw a spark fall from the roof of the house or from the, the, the upper floor of the house. Mm -hmm. So they're like, Oh my God, like this house is on fire. Like what the hell? Um, so they didn't want to be blamed for it going up in flames. And, uh, so they immediately just left the house and saw this like glowing inferno behind them. And they were like, Oh my God, the fire department's going to come. They're going to catch us. We're going to be in so much trouble, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) They're like waiting for these fire trucks to just show up and like knock on their door. Mm -hmm. They go home and, Nothing happens that night. And then in the morning, they are, no one said anything. Their parents haven't said anything. No one's been suspicious or mentioned that a house burnt down nearby. So let's go check out to see what went on, like Uh if, if everything's okay. So they go back to the house and it's completely intact, still the same as when they 
got there. No sign of ash or burned anything. Oh my God. Um, so basically whatever was in there was saying, get the hell get out. out. Yeah. And, um, or else, you know, trouble's going to start. Jeez. So yeah, that's Light a fire under your ass and get out. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, um, one of the extremely paranormal events that happened mm-hmm. to, um, a couple of kids in town. I'm sure there are multiple stories and, um, if anyone has any other yeah. tidbits on that specific house from that area that might be listening, feel free to send them in because yeah. we're really intrigued by it. Yeah. So on that note, stay spooky. Because that's showbiz, baby. And welcome to our new listeners from Never Sleeps Network. Yeah. Welcome. 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 To Elyria. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome to Elyria. For those who have not watched She's the Man, please do. For those who have, you'll understand the reference. Oh, boy. Mm, Bye. Bye. (laughs) If you like this episode of Paranormal, we need your help. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple. And if you listen to us on Spotify, go ahead and click the follow button. Even better, you can donate to us on Patreon, where you can access bonus content and members-only merch. To support your favorite spooky duo, go to patreon.com slash paranormal pod. And for show updates and giveaways, be sure to follow us on Instagram at paranormal pod. And remember, stay, stay spooky. spooky.